We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. To another edition of Bogey Free. I'm your host, Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Jones TFR, and I am coming to you tonight with our Masters episode. I am flying solo, as you can see uh, and or hear, depending on if you are uh, on the stream right now or you are listening to this on your way to work on Wednesday morning. Evan, unfortunately, had uh, middle school orientation for next week, so he won't be able to... Uh, he won't be able to join us this week, um, but the show must go on, as they say. Uh, it is the first show that we have done uh, that we've done in a while. I've only been doing the master, uh, the majors over the fall because uh, football is crazy. You know, my uh, I'm I'm teaching and going to grad school, so just uh, just focusing on the majors for uh for this fall swing uh we'll see how that goes next year hopefully there's no majors um in the fall next year because that means that we are still uh, going through this seemingly endless uh covid health gate so hopefully we back to normal 
for all of next year uh, as far as the golf schedule goes. But we're not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about the Masters. Um, obviously, a couple of things to consider. Um, since the uh, tournament is usually held in April, uh, we could be looking at slightly different conditions. I haven't spent a ton of time uh, looking into the uh, the weather just yet because it is uh, you know Tuesday, and we know that the uh, meteorologists are uh, more wrong than Ben the better most of the time. So we uh, we're not too concerned yet. It looks like there's going to be some weather. I don't know if that is going to mean that there will be some sort of a uh, a wave advantage or not. But um, you'll have to you'll have to follow along with that uh, as we move closer to. Uh, a lock. So yeah, the as far as the the conditions of the course, I would expect it to play pretty similar. They, um, they really can. They really can sort of dial it in, um, and and make it however, uh, make it play however they want. So, um, we should, uh, we should see pretty pretty standard conditions. Um, one thing that will be different this year is the cut rule. Uh, typically, in the past, we've seen uh, the top 50 in ties make it through as well as anybody within 10 strokes of the lead, um, but they've gotten rid of that 10-stroke rule. So, um, I mean, how often that actually comes into play, I don't know. But um, we're definitely looking at a lot of 6 of 6 lineups this week with only... 94 golfers in the field uh, at last count, maybe 93, um, and the top 50 make it. That's you know that's more than half the field already. And then once you cut out, you know, sort of the uh, you know, no offense to to Larry Mize and uh, and Freddie Couples, but <laughs> once you cut those guys out, um, it gets it gets even. Uh, smaller of a field where you're looking at sort of viable plays. So um, definitely, definitely should expect to see pretty high six of six numbers, even if for some reason, one of the chalky options uh, does manage to miss the cut, which is kind of rare here. Um, I would still expect to see pretty high uh, six of six numbers. So if you were going to uh, to win a tournament this weekend, it is going to have to come from a very strong six of six. Uh, think more like a, a WGC no cut uh, type lineup where, you know, maybe you have four guys in the top six or seven and then a couple other guys in the top 20. That's probably what would uh, what would be required to take something down this week just because um that's just that's the structure of how the field, uh, you know, sort of breaks down uh, for for the Masters. So um, there's a lot to a lot to talk about. I think the the thing that's sort of weighing heaviest on everybody's minds right now is uh, the most expensive golfer. Right, we have Bryson at eleven thousand two hundred. He is. Uh, you know he's five hundred dollars more expensive than the next guy. Uh, he has all this 
sort of, um, I guess, just sort of media buzz around him, right? He has the long driver. He has uh, all these, this analytical mindset, and he's trying to sort of redefine how you play uh, Augusta and pretty much any course <laughs> that he comes across. Um, and I think that that probably means that it's a pretty, uh, he has a pretty wide range of outcomes. I think uh, his general um, most likely outcome is probably pretty highly concentrated in, uh, you know, the top like seven to 10 range. Um, and then there's like, there's not really many scenarios where I see him sort of coming in and being like T42 or something like he's going to, uh, I would imagine he's going to be in contention or he's going to eject. And there's really not much. I, I really don't think that there's much of an in-between. I feel like that's almost, uh, almost like a cop-out to say and you'll probably hear that in other places uh, this week, too. But it, it's really, really difficult to envision uh, some, like, middling performance from him just because of the way he's going to attack the course. Um, if he really is taking these lines that nobody's ever been able to take really before, um, that could mean that he just has all these, like, short wedges into the green and he's going to just, you know, set the course record one day and, and win by four. Uh, or it means that he's going to be trying to take these lines and get his ball lost in places that nobody's ever lost their ball before. And, uh, you know, end up with, with a few, uh, a nines or tens on his, on his scorecard and just sort of be like, Oh, remember, Remember how cute that was that he was uh, that he was plus eight hundred coming into the tournament, and he never really showed up or did anything. So um, I lean uh, pretty heavily towards the uh, he's going to just demolish the the field regardless of regardless of what the, my model says or the simulator says or anything else. Um, I'll I can uh, I can pull it up for those of you that are uh, watching on the stream currently. But basically, um, you know, there's this there's this huge spike, like I said, right around like the like top five to top ten range, and there's not uh, there's just not a, a lot of um, a lot of opportunity. I feel like for it to uh, for him to finish here, this is more a function of the simulator itself. Uh, it I don't really have a way that um that I think could properly model the lack of of middle ground here um so I would maybe even if I'm picturing it I would even make this hump a little steeper and then sort of drop down through here and then like flatten out for the miscut so that's kind of where I'm at right now um I think I'm gonna probably dial him in for about 20 percent of my lineups, maybe up to 25%, depending on what ownership comes in at. But I think this is one of those situations where he's probably going to be over projected, um, even by me, as far as ownership goes. Um, and people are going to, uh, people are going to talk themselves out of it. 
that would be that would be my guess. Um, as we as we keep going through the salary scale, uh, the other guys that are in the top ten are Justin Thomas, John Rom, Rory, D- and DJ. Um, I think DJ is probably uh, probably my favorite of the group. He by far has the best um, results from the simulator. The the win and like up to top five equity that he has is really pretty much um, unmatched uh, in the field. There's a whole uh, a whole bunch um, of ways that this could go for him, but I think uh, I think we're looking at him most likely uh, competing and finishing in the top five. Uh, Way, you know, way more often than not, I have him at 375 wins out of the 5,000 simulations, and I have him in the top five uh, over 1,100 times out of those 5K simulations. So nobody else is uh, is really above 250 or 1,000 in those two categories. So I'm definitely um, definitely pretty high on DJ. I do think that it's going to come with uh, a decent chunk of ownership. And I think the game theory play is probably loading up on Justin Thomas uh, because he projects to be the lowest owned out of these five guys. And I think that that's, um, you know, we've we've talked about it uh, sort of ad nauseum uh, how we we just really don't want to take um, we just really don't want to eat any chalk in the uh, in the top range here like there there's just not uh a huge track record of of being um of us as as a as in a community sort of being good at picking these guys uh we're talking about really thin margins and there's just there's a lot of a lot of room for error when you're talking about the very top uh guys we just saw um, Justin Thomas play really well in uh, in the couple of starts that he's had over the past month month and a half. So um, I think his ownership being that low is 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 kind of uh, probably going to be something that we look back at and are like what what was what was happening there? Like what was what was the reasoning for that? Um, you know, when all when everything is said and done, it might turn out that there's uh that this is much flatter than than we than i'm anticipating right now um but i do think jt is going to be a pretty decent uh discount as far as ownership goes and that's something that we're always that we're always interested in um working our way through the 9k range uh or we'll we'll go down to 8500 cuz i think wolf uh wolf fleetwood decky now and Scott all sort of belong in this conversation, and I think there's, and maybe Day? I'll throw Day in there. Um, so from Xander to Day, I think that that's a pretty clear uh, tier, and then I think it drops off pretty significantly, starting with Spieth and going cheaper than that. So as far as this range goes, um, I think you could, you could probably mix and match um, Maybe maybe three of these guys, uh, 
in in every lineup and feel feel pretty good about whatever decision you landed on, maybe outside of of playing Tiger, um, which is obviously unfortunate. But uh, Finau will be owned. Uh, Wolf and Day look like they're going to be super chalky. So you're definitely going to want to figure out a way to differentiate yourself somewhere else. Um, I think Cantlay is going to be is going to be under owned personally. Um, you know, all he did was uh, win his last start. I know it was the the Zozo, but I mean, it's it's still a, it's still a win. Uh, and he's obviously he's obviously been playing good, uh, playing well for for I mean, really. <laughs> as long as as we have a sample on him um he's just so consistent with uh with his approach he has uh gained strokes in uh around the green for the last six tournaments that he's played um and he's been pretty good off of off the tee uh and his putting has been you know his usual up and down uh so i think i think can't lay you could go JT Cantlay, um, and then you know eat a little bit a little bit of chalk with Wolf and Day, um, and then just pick a couple of a couple of cheapos that you like, and again feel feel pretty good about your lineup. Um, as we as we continue, we'll get into we'll get into the. Uh, the low 8k and into the 7k range but before we do that i do want to tell you guys about a couple of sponsors that we have tonight Uh, our first sponsor is indeed even though sports had a break your business did not you have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever and indeed is here to help indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because indeed gets you the best people fast unlike other sites indeed gives you full control and payment payment flexibility over your hiring You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire that you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. So go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply, and the offer is valid through December 31st. The other, Our other sponsor uh, tonight is Bet Online. Football's back in full swing, and even though you might not be at a game this year, you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. They're going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. They have game spreads, totals, player props, coaching props, team props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day every day. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag to get your sign-up bonus. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet online, your online sports book experts. All right. So once we get past day, like I said, I think um, sort of from Spieth 
through uh, whoever you want to call the the seven last seven thousand guy, uh, Poulter or Willett or Kokrak. I think that that tier is a pretty significant um, drop off, and I think that you should be actively trying to build lineups that include, um, you know, not not a total stars and scrub type approach. Um, but I think you, I think you want to take a couple of stands in, in the 6k range and, uh, you know, sort of, I don't want to say completely avoid this range. Um, but I will definitely, when all said and done, I think I will have a pretty flat lower exposure to this range than any other range, uh, for the week. I think that Scheffler is in play. I think that um, Ustazen is going to be popular. Rose is going to be popular. I don't think I want to eat that chalk necessarily. I think Fowler is going to be popular. I definitely don't want to eat that chalk. Um, I am curious to see where Spieth's ownership comes in because I think that it will be. <laughs> I think that it will be too high because of uh, because of course history. Um, but I'm, I'm very, very excited to see, uh, either, uh, you know, the, the, the mentions about course history as he birdies or the, uh, my, my, <laughs> my victory laps, uh, when he ejects and, uh, and doesn't, uh, doesn't play well. So we'll see, we'll see who wins this, uh, this battle of the course history wars, but, um, I would not personally be betting uh, betting on Spieth. Um, Cam Smith, I, I tweeted about today. I have a, a 80 to 1 ticket on him as a future that I bet back in January for some reason. I looked back, and I guess he had won the, the Sony, um, and he had just played pretty well uh, over the winter, so I jumped on him thinking that maybe he could sustain that into April, and here we are in November uh, just, just waiting to, to tee off for the masters. So, um, I think I'm, I'm already exposed enough to, uh, to Cam Smith, but I do think that there's, uh, there's an argument to be made for him. He did just play well the last time that we saw him, um, outside of that and, and Kokrak's going to be popular and I will probably match the field on him. I think he'll come in like 16 to 18% ish, give or take. Um, and I think that that, that sounds about right for, for my exposure. I think he makes the cut quite a bit here. Um, and if we get, uh, if we get the all around game from him, um, I think that he makes a, a decent bit of sense. Um, I tweeted out earlier in the week as well. Brendan Todd is, uh, popped quite a bit in the optimal that I was running. Um, he's only 7,100 and he's going to be super low owned. So, um, I think the price probably had a lot, had a lot to do with the fact that he popped up in the optimal lineup so much throughout the simulations. Um, but I think you could, you could make an argument, um, that maybe he's going to be appropriately owned and, uh, and, and I shouldn't go too heavy on him, but I'll probably match the field there. Um, once you get once you get out of the 7k range and you go from you know Leishman uh Weisberger 
EVR is in there. Matt Wallace at 6,800, I think could be a little sneaky. Munoz is probably my favorite play uh, down in this range at 6,700. I think he just has a ton, a ton more upside um, than than pretty much the entire range. I'm going to pull it up here uh, for those of you watching on the stream. But basically, uh, there's, once this loads, there's this this huge from like when, I mean, he's, he's not going to win the green jacket, but from, from a win through like a top 30, it, he's just so much better, uh, than the rest of this range. He has so, uh, so much less missed cut, uh, missed cuts in his range of outcome compared to the rest of this range. Like you're talking about, uh, you know, guys like um, RCB who really haven't haven't done a whole lot. Like Victor Perez is in this range. Um, I just I, I have a hard time envisioning um, envisioning these guys around him uh, having this upside. And the the sim bears that out. Um, it's sort of a trio with Munoz, uh, Zach Johnson. And Siwoo Kim that that seem like they are being talked about a little bit and could be somewhat owned um, relative to what you'd expect from a, a mid six k golfer, but I really have a I have a pretty hard time getting on either of the other two guys that I just mentioned. Um, I didn't even realize Francesco Molinari is down here at sixty seven hundred. That's like quite the fall from. Uh, you know, being in contention at this event, however many months ago it was, whatever, 19 months ago. Um, and now just, uh, just, just sucking, sucking for air, uh, trying to keep his head above water. Um, I mean, I, I guess you could maybe talk yourself into Reavy. Um, it's, that seems a little thin for me though. And once you go down lower than that, like maybe posting. But I mean, if if you really love any of these guys in the low six Ks, uh, God bless, because there's there is not a lot to love in uh, in this range. So I think my my strategy for building lineups is probably going to be to focus pretty heavily on Munoz because he unlocks a lot of the rest uh, of the decisions that I want to be able to make. Um, I think that a lot of, a lot of Bubba Finau uh, combinations are going to be in my lineups. And I think that I am going to be overweight on Bryson and JT um, and hope that maybe DJ hits uh hits the lower range of his outcomes because, um, yeah, I just, I have a hard time playing the most, the most owned guy, uh, that's that expensive. So probably going to be like half the field on DJ and, um, and, and pretty significantly overweight on the top two guys. As far, as far as cash locks go, um, I mean, 
yeah, I, I think I think I'm really probably gonna end up locking in Finau. Um and uh and I'll I'll go bold and, and go with Munoz. I think that um the the range that he's in, uh you know, all he has to do really is, you know, finish maybe top forty. Um maybe top 30 and you're just, you get to do so much with the rest of your lineup that it's, it's just super hard to argue um, with, with finding a way to get him in. Like I like that way better than trying to jam in, um, you know, like all these, all these guys in the middle range and have a balanced lineup, um, you know, and sort of not dip below like 7,500. I don't think that that's, I don't think that's the strategy this week. I think you have to hit on one of those mid to high six uh, K guys and figure out ways to get creative to to get exposure to the top five guys, regardless of who you're picking. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. Uh, we're we're going to definitely enjoy seeing the seeing the Masters this week. The uh, the next major that we're going to see will also be the Masters, which is pretty interesting. Um, this will be the last golf show of the the calendar year. We will be back uh, on Rotoviz Radio and back on Rotoviz with the written content when uh, the Sony Open tees off in January. So good luck this week. Uh, make sure you hop into the Listener League, and we will talk soon. See ya. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.